dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Thursday. Hope you're all doing well. Going to have a reasonably nice day, I guess, in uh, in our confinement. I'll probably be out later. i got to renew my driver's license this year, so... Oh boy, finally getting that done. Gaming-wise, not much. We, uh, the other day, the other night, I should say, I had Gage get on to see if he wanted any games for North Texas, if it's happening, you know, face-to-face. It may go virtual, we don't know yet, as of this recording, as I say. So we'll see how that goes. Well, you know what? I got something to talk about, but at first I got uh, a few things to do, and we'll get to those after this. Okay, what I got is a couple of voicemails. First one I'm going to play is from John Allen. John Allen Large, The Red Dice Diaries. So go ahead, John. Hey, Glenn. It's John here from The Red Dice Diaries RPG Podcast. Just catching up on my podcast listening at the moment. I wanted to say that I enjoyed your episode about your seafaring monk. And I thought the whole idea of him, you know, he's not really got rid of his sea legs. So he's got that sort of swaying, wobbling walk, which could tie in pretty well with that whole like drunken master idea for the stereotypical monk. I thought that was really cool. And I'm hoping you're going to reveal a bit more about this character in future also i wanted to thank you for keep putting the word out about my podcast it's very much appreciated just to let you know we've actually restarted or relaunched the podcast on buzz sprout at the moment but for anyone who's interested in listening you can go to www.reddicediaries.com and there's a links to the episodes on there and the old episodes on anchor will still be there and i can still be got in touch with via anchor take care dude catch you soon thank you john I appreciate that. And yeah, okay, I'll I'll uh I'll keep you posted on the on the sailor thing, the sailor monk whatever. Like I told my like I told my GM, he's kind of an accidental monk because they taught him that. The, these natives taught him that for to survive for survival where he traveled before. And I gave him somewhat of a bow stick which is doubles as a quarter staff, I guess. It's an old harpoon. And so he uses that in his fighting, along with a cutlass. And, you know, I got the sailor stuff, too. I'm petitioning my game master to give me, to figure out some way to get me a small, or I can buy whatever, an anchor on a chain. And I want to figure out how to work that in, too. Because I think that would be a whole lot of fun. Even if it's just club damage, I don't care. It sounds like a whole lot of fun, and it'd be keeping with this character, but I'll keep you posted on that. Okay, well, I've never heard of that server before, the the, the podcasting server, but yeah, okay. Um, good luck with that. I thought you were still an anchor, but that's okay. You know, people change around all the time. What the hey? And next, oh, thank you. Thank you, John Allen, for that, for that voicemail. And next we got... We have Jason. Jason wants to talk about adventure writing and things like that. Go ahead, Jason. Hey, Glenn. Jason here. Just parked on the side of the... <laughs> parked at the post office at the moment. I was out running errands, had the dog with me. She loves car rides. 
so taking Gadget out for a ride. Um, anyway, I, you know, you talked about your writing process and talked about, you know, scripting down worlds and, and rereading the module, knowing the world. And I find that is the most important part. I mean, take notes, all that, yes. But if you know the world, if you, you know, if you've sat there and thought about it, even if you don't have, you don't need to have the whole venture pre-scripted. It helps to have those scenes figured out. But if you know the world and know the NPCs, then when the players go off track, you know, and do something crazy, you kind of know how the NPCs are going to react. You kind of know how the world, what's out there. So it's a lot e easier to improv, where if you're not familiar with the world or NPCs, it's a lot harder to improv, I find. So I find knowing that world, knowing the background is so important. Thank you, Jason. I appreciate that. So, yeah, you're right. You know the world. You know what's good. See, this is this is the part for me that's most fun. The prep is worth it because once you get to the table, if you know your world and you know your NPCs and you know the players somewhat, there's nowhere you can't go. Whether you whether you scripted it or not, whether you mapped it or not, it doesn't matter. And to me, that's part of the fun because I'm discovering parts of the world along with everybody else because my worlds are never finished. I've still got a world I drew up 10 years ago, which is Earth uh, in the continent of Europe. And I've, you know, I've got a few things planned out. A few things planned out. I ran a couple of, I ran a campaign in there and it sure helped flesh out a lot of the cities, but there's a lot of area there that nobody knows anything about. And so that helps me flesh it out. That's another reason I do it. But yeah, that part that part of it is knowing your world and just letting the players go, to me, is just part of the fun, part of the excitement. So thank you, Jason. I really appreciate that. Okay, what I wanted to talk about today was it's kind of a kind of a version of GM burnout. And I just want to it's more like you gotta be be careful. It's a warning more than anything else. I've played, rather, I've GM'd games before where in the middle of it, I lose my enthusiasm. I just do. All of a sudden, it becomes work to me. It becomes a chore. I don't know why, but I do my best to try and keep that from happening. I'll be in the middle of a scenario, maybe in the middle of a battle, not really a battle, but... You know, and then I look and I got what's coming up and, you know, or whatever, wherever they're going. That's, that's one of the reasons like that, but I'll get to that in a minute. But I see what I have prepped out and I just go, oh man, I'm so tired. I'm, I'm just, I, lo I lose interest. It's weird. I lose interest in the middle of a game and there's nothing the players are doing wrong or anything. They're enjoying the game. This is the part I have last year. I had that gangbusters game. I really wasn't happy about because I just felt that I just, because in the middle of it, I'm going, Oh God, how do I get out of this? Because just things weren't, things weren't falling into place like they usually do. And you got to be aware of that. And about the only advice I could give you on that would be to prep, make sure you know the adventure, make sure you know the world, Look at it, and if you're not 100% about it, don't run it. If you're not, run something else. Grab a module. Think of something else. Find another adventure to write or something like that. Don't do it. If you're, to, a GM is really important. You know, they always talk about the player buy-in 
to the adventure. Well, there's a GM buy-in too. And you got to make sure you're 100%. You really do. Because it's when that happens to me, it's scary afterwards. It's scary because I just... I don't like just losing my enthusiasm in the middle of a game. And it'll happen to people. It'll happen to some people. So you've got to make sure you're on your game, you know the scenario, and make sure in your mind to ask yourself, do I really want to run this? That sounds kind of simplistic and kind of, you know, idiotic. But you've got to make sure that you you have the buy-in you have the 100% buy-in is this run is did you, the adventure okay the module you're running or the adventure you re, you wrote is it can you give it your all can you give it 100% 110% can you plus it as they say at disney can you plus it and if you're not able to answer that question if you're not able to answer am i do i really want to do this you shouldn't be running it you really should either you you come up with something else grab a module or something or just say hey guys i got nothing uh somebody else want to run or something like that some other reason because i i've had ideas before where i write them down and i start working them and i go "Mm, just not working for me you know but I would rather that happen at the prep stage than you know, in the, get in the middle of the game and go, oh, God, this is so tiring. And another thing is you got to be physically up to it. And it goes back to, again, you know, eating right, you, you know, nutrition and exercise and all that. you got to make sure you had enough sleep. That's important. That's part of it right there. I get tired. I get tired during a game, and I shouldn't. And it's gotten so where I would, if I was running a campaign before every session, I'd hit, I'd drink a Red Bull or something, or an energy drink or something, and just to get through it. And that's not right. I don't think I should be doing that every time, especially the way my 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 body is right now, you know, being diabetic and all that. And so you've got to... You got to sit there and go, am I really, first of all, am I really physically able to run this? And second, is my heart in it? Was my heart in it? Because if your heart ain't in it, don't run it. I know I keep harping on the same thing, but this is, this is really important to me. Because you don't want to get a reputation of just slogging through games. Also, you don't want to rush the game. You don't want to just, I've, I've, done that before people haven't noticed but i've done that before just rush the game to its conclusion just to get it over with and then i go lie down i had a guy who played a fourth edition ran a fourth edition champions game at north texas and he said he had a six hour nap afterwards because he was tired i can understand that champions will tire you out because you're juggling a lot of stuff but be that as it may he had to have a six-hour nap because he was exhausted from a table full of players playing. And he was having fun. We were all having fun. It just it didn't happen. So make sure you're physically up to it and make sure you buy into it in your head. No matter if it's a module or something you wrote. That's my advice today. I'm going to go start my day. So until I... <laughs> I'm rushing... See, I'm rushing to the end of this. If you want to talk to me about this or anything, oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Or you can drop a voicemail in Anchor.
more monetized so as little as 99 cents a month you too can help support this program and i would thank you thanks again to jonathan oliver gilbert juan carlos daniel dan benjamin jason and john allen you guys are great and don't forget a few podcasts dan greg's the jung grognard podcast mark c wallring's the yawning owlbear podcast and john allen larges the red dice diaries which he gave you earlier is on a new a new a new hosting service so until i see you folks next time keep the dice warm and i'll talk to you later bye-bye questions comments send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com we'll see you next time when radio grognard is on the air Thank you.